My mom was actually the happiest person that I've ever met. She was always smiling and laughing, and she had this way of making me smile and laugh, no matter how sad or like how down I was. Another thing about her was that she truly carried a servant's heart. She always put other people's needs in front of hers, like whether it was my siblings and I or just random strangers, she, she loved helping other people. One of the things she taught me was that we were put on this earth to help each other and to love one another, and in doing so, we'd be praising God's name. So I think she, she really lived up to that virtue of hers, and it was one of her priorities in life. Utter for Now is a member of the First United Methodist Church in Grapevine, Texas. Her mother, Lena Fanau, was a big personality who quietly made her influence felt in the community with her attitude of joy and service to others. Cindy Ryan, associate pastor at Grapevine UMC, recounts Lena's unique presence within her church family. Lena Fanau was another lovely person in our congregation that just radiated Christ's love. She was the mom of six children and um, she just was the most humble person that was involved in so many areas of serving and then would bring her children up here to serve. She was involved in a, in a variety of Bible studies and I just think she kind of instinctively knew how important it was to be engaged in the Word and to be living that out. I decided pretty early on that I wanted to be a minister, and I think that my mom and dad played a huge role in that. But I guess after a while, that thought just sort of went away, or I became insecure on whether or not I really was getting a call from of ministry, or if I was just trying to make my parents happy. So I was unsure for a really long time on if it really was what I wanted to do. Lena, somewhere along the way, learned that I had this perpetual supply of Jesus calling. And so a few years ago, she started coming in to see me and she would always look kind of sheepish and uh, be sort of shy about it and, and said to me the first time, like, could I please have one of those copies of Jesus calling? One time she told me after I came home from school one day, she looked really happy. And so uh, I could tell she was dying for someone to just ask her what, what was wrong. And so I played along and I, I asked her why she was so happy. And she like went on to talk about how she met this woman who was going through a really tough time in her life and how she decided that she wanted to give away her book. But I didn't know it was the Jesus Calling book. And a few months later, she's back again. It was the same look on her face, the same kind of thing. And she said, I gave them all away. And I said, Lena, I told you, I want you to give them away, but I want you to keep one for yourself. And so I was just really kind of messing with her, but I opened it up and I wrote on the inside, this is Lena's copy of this book, nobody take from her. And then I signed my name and gave it to her with a couple of other books so she could give them away. My mom loved Jesus Calling. I think that it was, she found something in the book that made her want to share it with everyone around her. And I don't know, just the fact that she was giving it away so much, just, it's sort of like with her character, it just sort of speaks that she thought it was important and that as many people as uh, possible should read it. And yeah, I think she really loved the book. Back in 2001, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was, I was around three, so I don't actually remember what was going on, but I do know that it was a scary time for our family. And 
my mom wasn't ready to let go of us and we weren't ready to let go of her. The church played a huge role in that. They would bring us dinner and they would always tell us how much they loved us and they'd just be there for us. But luckily after a few years of surgery and by the grace of God really, um, she came out cancer free. She was, she was healthy for a really long time and I, I'm thankful for that time, for the extra time I got with her. A few months ago, I think it was about six months ago, Lena went to the doctor and had had some pain and it turned out that um, they believed her cancer was back and that it was bad. It came to the point where she, she couldn't stand it anymore. And so finally uh, she got scheduled for a surgery so that the doctors could see what exactly was going on in her body. And that night, I remember a bunch of our family uh, waited with us in the waiting room. And uh, my aunt's the one that delivered the news because my dad couldn't say it out loud that her cancer had come back and um, that it, it had spread pretty badly and she wasn't in good shape at all. They walked us to our mom's room, and I don't know, it was weird. Uh, the, all the pastors from, from um, this church, from Grapevine, they, were, they just sort of lined up along the wall um, leading up to my mom's room, and they were just giving us hugs and telling us how much they loved us and telling us that they'd always be there for us. I guess that really helped us deal with the pain that we suffered that day. Again, in our church, the sudden, really, to us, uh, death of someone we really loved and admired and treasured um, was gone, plus, you know, the mother of all these kids. And so um, it's almost just, you know, more than you can bear. So it was a few hours after the funeral home had come and taken her body away, and we were all still in the ICU waiting room for some reason. I really don't know why. And one of my cousins pulls out her Jesus Calling book, and she just starts reading it for that day, May 14th. And I, I remember, like, before she was reading it, I, was, I just didn't really know how to feel at that point. I didn't know what to do. I sort of felt numb, I guess. But then she started reading it, and that day's uh, devotional actually focused on just how to deal with loss, sort of. And it talked about how God uses the weak and the unfortunate to show, like, how great His power is. And that it also talked about how we, we have to break ourselves down and how we have to be dependent on God and how important that is. And uh, one of the things that stuck out to me the most, though, was it was talking about how God's not a careless God and how He does everything for a reason and He'll never put you in a situation that you can't handle. And I guess that sort of gave me the strength to carry on. After the time of visitation, we had the, the funeral, which was a combination of cultures, really. And there were over a thousand people in attendance at this funeral because Lena, even in her humble attitude, just made all these friends and connections. And so it was really one of the most beautiful funerals I've ever seen because um, the music came from inside the people and, and was just so healing. When I got up to speak, I just said, this must be what heaven is like, to hear the singing in all these languages. For my mom's funeral service, I was put in charge of making the slideshow that was going to be rolling throughout the entire service. 
And just looking through all the pictures, I just got curious as to what was the stories going on behind all these pictures, like what was happening. And so I convinced one of her younger sisters to come sit down with me and actually explain what was going on. I understood more aspects of my mom that I've never, I've never known before. And it's just one of the things that stood out the most was how much she really did enjoy helping other people and how much um, joy she found in it and just how much of a people person she was and how she loved talking to other people and helping them in whatever way she could. In my time of talking about Lena, I felt like I just needed to share a little bit about who she was and the way that I found to do that was to talk about Jesus Calling. And so I told the story of, of me having those books and her knowing about it and her coming to get them and how she kept coming and getting them and then giving them away. And then finally how I said, you know, I wrote in that one book and, and I said, and what I know about Lena is that probably somebody in this room has that book. And, and you know, everybody laughed and I just, love that about her and I and I loved her faith and, and treasured it. And so then the strangest thing was after the funeral was over, literally I'm standing at the back door of the church and they're wheeling out her casket and this beautiful Tongan woman comes up to me and says, I have that book you were talking about. And I said, oh, you have Jesus Calling. She said, no, I have that book. Um, the book you wrote in, and she told me what it said and then told me my name was in there. It just took my breath away because as a pastor, you know, you tell stories, but you don't always get to hear that they're true. And you don't always have the person right in front of you that has it. And so that was just another beautiful thing in the, in the midst of, of losing Lena. After I like heard about my mom's act of giving and how it was just like how great it was, I was sort of reminded that I do want to give to other people, and the best way I think you can give to other people is to help the, help and guide them on their journey of faith. And so I just wanted to do that when I grew older. My faith, my call to ministry, just it strengthened after I learned about that. Nowadays, I like you could see me working in the nursery every week. And while I'm working in the nursery, some weeks I act as a buddy for some of the children and special needs that the nursery has. I don't know, I just, I feel like that's a great way of giving back. I realized that I love helping people too. And uh, I am my mom's daughter and uh, I, I wanna do what I can for others. It's little things like that. She taught me to always be optimistic. No matter what God uh, throws your way to always just take it on with a smile because he's still on your side and you can get through it no matter what. Lena Fanau exemplified the heart of a servant, even as she struggled through her own challenges. She brought joy to those around her and spread that message further by using Jesus Calling as a tool to start the conversation. Her life has inspired her daughter to take a similar road, one that will no doubt lead to many more who might experience the joy that she is determined to spread. Next time on the Experience Jesus Calling podcast, we hear from Associate Pastor Cindy Ryan about her own experience with Jesus Calling during a personal crisis she was tackling on her own amidst one of the biggest times of upheaval in her church family. 
written in 2011 in February, we had probably the most difficult thing that's ever happened in the life of our church to happen. The suddenness of it, the shock of it, the impact on our congregation was just huge and, and devastating. A therapist told me later it might as well have been like a bomb went off in our church for the ripple effect, the way in which it touched children and youth and adults, and it touched our faith and it touched our community. And so it was a really difficult time. A pastor finds the strength to lead her flock during the most challenging season they would all know. Next time on the Experience Jesus Calling podcast. Our excerpt from Jesus Calling for this show comes from the May 14th entry. I am a mighty God. Nothing is too difficult for me. I have chosen to use weak ones like you to accomplish my purposes. Your weakness is designed to open you up to my power. Therefore, do not fear your limitations or measure the day's demands against your strength. What I require of you is to stay connected to me, living in trusting dependence on my limitless resources. When you face unexpected demands, there's no need to panic. Remember that I'm with you. Talk with me and listen while I talk you through each challenging situation. I am not a careless God. When I allow difficulties to come into your life, I equip you fully to handle them. Relax in my presence, trusting in my strength. Do you have an experience with Jesus Calling that has had an impact on your life? We'd love to hear from you. Visit JesusCalling.com and share your story with us.